episode 20, the total package. This is, is it Lex Duke. Luger? No, no, you'll find oh. out soon. You'll find uh, out soon, which I don't even count Luger as a worker because he sucked. I think I'm leaving the podcast right now, sir. <laughs> We're getting off to our Brad start. <laughs> this is uh, the dude's bide. I am uh, Timmy Johnson, and uh, joining me, as always, each and every week for 20 episodes is the fellow dude, Ryan Anderson. Ryan, what's up? This is my last podcast. I was, <laughs> I didn't even see it, and then you said total package, and I just immediately thought of Lex Luger, yeah. who was one of my favorite wrestlers growing up, and you just shit on him right here oh, I'm sorry. on the interwebs. I, I oh, my God. He had a good body, but that's about it. My I, favorite part of him was, remember when he body slammed Yokozuna on the aircraft carrier on 4th of July? <laughs> that sold it for me right there. Yeah. When he picked Which up Yokozuna was, and body slammed it, it was great. What's more of a feat, though, that situation or Hulk Hogan uh, body slamming Andre? You mean when Andre jumped up into his arms and let him? <laughs> <laughs> hey, I now. used to, when I was a kid, Hogan, you know, Hogan could do no wrong, Ultimate Warrior. Yeah. Uh, something, you know, the, and you kind of look back on it now and you're like, God damn, them guys can't wrestle to save yes. their lives. No. <laughs> Warrior got, killed everyone. Yes. And then you know, people you didn't really care for back in the day and you look back on them like Rick Rude, I always go on him. That dude could freaking wrestle. Oh, he's, he was awesome. He was a beast. <laughs> he had an awesome body. And it, but you kind of see, I mean, you're a wrestling insider here. Yeah. It seems like they always kind of put the better wrestlers, not all the With time, shit. but majority of the time. <laughs> well, they yeah, have that, but a lot of the time they made them the heels. Oh, yeah. Like the Ric Flairs or the Rick Roods or these kind of guys, and they could handle the match. They could mm-hmm. set the pace, and they could. That's what. That's kind of yeah. like. That, that's kind of your old school. I don't I don't know if it. It just depends. I think nowadays it's more who's the more of the veteran. Yeah. And, you know, and who's, you know, whatever. But, yeah, back then it was that's who set the pace of the match was the heel. Yeah. And you kind of put your better guy there. Yeah. But they, they kind of. I was watching that. Uh, I don't remember. I don't know if you remember the rise and fall, or I think it was called the self destruction of the Ultimate Warrior. That piece that the WWE put out a bunch of years ago, I a think DVD. I watched it. Yeah, and they got rid of it when the Warrior kind of got back in the good graces before he died. Mm-hmm. But they kind of went over some of his problems behind the scenes. He couldn't yeah. wrestle to save his life and all uh, that. No. And I, I told you the one. Yeah, he was Jack. That was it. When Vince McMahon gets a boner for Jack dudes, mm-hmm. and. uh they put him out there with Andre, and Andre about knocked him out in the middle of a match one time because he kept screwing up. Yes. It was funny. But then they talked about they, they, they're they getting ready to put him out there against Hogan at Toronto for that uh, WrestleMania. Mm-hmm. And they're trying to get him ready, and he couldn't wrestle for shit. So they put him out there with Rick Rude. I think Rick Rude was the Intercontinental Champion. And basically, wow. Rick Rude, and this is Bobby Heenan telling this, too, and, you know, because yeah. he was Rick Rude's manager and stuff. And he's like, Rick Rude just carries the ass around for night after night for you know, months so leading up to WrestleMania. Because you know, oh, they sure. put the Intercontinental title, and it was title ver- champion versus champion at WrestleMania. Yeah. But you had Rick Rude just carrying him around like a purse, you know, <laughs> trying to just make him look good. I'm sure that's – and that's another job of the heel, too, is yeah. make that baby face look as good, you know, if not yeah. better than you. Because yep. they'll return the favor. Um, a lot of times, and it was, it's, I mean, I know I'm going to say something sacrilegious here, but, you know, oh, no. wrestling might be slightly scripted, you know, slightly. <laughs> I mean, I, I'm not saying completely. No, right. don't get me wrong. 
But, you know, you talked about, you know, your, your perception of some of these guys, and some of them lived up to it. Rick, uh, Rick Flair was kind of a party guy, mm-hmm. and he played that guy. But, like, Rick Rude was this womanizer on TV and all this right. stuff. And then you hear stories about him. He was this big family guy. Yeah. Never took his family, never took his ring off, yeah. his wedding band, and all this and that. And then you have he's, someone like Hogan. Hogan's the all-American yeah. guy, and he turns out he's a dirtbag. He's a piece of shit. Yeah. It's just kind of, you know, I mean, that's people. You know, you're, mm-hmm. you're looking at a character versus a person in real life. Yes. I'm, I'm kind of two different people on that aspect. Yeah. Nah, you're kind of no, a jackass no, in real yeah. life, too. Yeah, no, yeah, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> it's really no different. <laughs> did you uh, see the, the shooting in Florida this week? I did. That it's about, is, what is this, the 147th school shooting we've had in about uh, the last 10 years? It's a little out of hand. Yeah, it's slightly is. out of hand. So I've seen them kids on TV today, the kids from that school down there, and they're planning a walkout Yeah. on, uh, I think it was May, March, I was almost like 26th or something. Mm-hmm. It's somewhere in March. They're having a, planning a walkout. Yeah. And uh, so if you were a kid now, would you participate in this walkout? Yes. I don't know. See, I had the opportunity to participate in a walkout when I was in high school, and yeah. I didn't do it. Yeah. They were, they were firing our principal. I was a freshman in high school, and so a bunch of the kids, they decided they're going to walk out because they were – it was kind of a little bit shady why they were firing him. Mm-hmm. Controversy. It was, yeah, so yeah. they were going to do it, and I didn't do it. And the reason I didn't do it is because I rode the bus to school, and I lived out in the middle of the country. <laughs> I didn't know I was going to get home because <laughs> they threatened anyone that walked out. You know, they were going to like, let you back into school. So I was like, yeah. well, I don't want to walk home tonight. <laughs> All the bus drivers are like, fuck yeah. that shit. Yeah. And it was I actually made the local news. Like some of the local uh, the local TV stations came and actually were there when people walked yeah. out. And, my, you know, and it was all did known. Did teachers? Mom, no, none of the teachers did. No, just students. Just the students. But, uh, yeah, my mom asked me, like, oh, did you participate? No, I didn't yeah. think I could get home. <laughs> I didn't want to be sitting there still. The only, and you know, it's it's a terrible, terrible situation. Like just what happened, but like what, and I, I I've I watched them and I shouldn't have. But like, have you like you know you're not online that much as far as like social media and Facebook and stuff like that. But no, uh, a couple I guess a couple kids took uh, Snapchats, took video of you know a couple scenarios. And you can hear gunshots and stuff in the. It was, I mean, it's impactful. Like it, fuck, it's it's brutal. Like I, you can't unsee it after you watch it. You know what I mean? So your your kids are not in school yet, but my daughter is. My daughter well, goes to. She's a, in preschool. Yeah. Well, she goes. I mean, actual actual yeah, school yeah. school. You yeah. know, like we went to, mm-hmm. and um, she goes to a little Catholic school here in Indiana. Mm-hmm. It's a small school, and they have it locked down. When I go to pick her up from school, I go to one door. It's got a big video camera on it, and you yep. have to buzz in, and they have to let you into the building to get yeah. in there. That's that's insane. That never happened when I was in school. Man, yeah, back in the Stone Ages. But yeah, it, what the hell is going on here? And I don't oh. remember this crap ever happening. I mean, there were shootings, but they never went to school until Columbine. Right. And now, ever since then, it's like the thing to do. Man, if you're I, some disgruntled kid, you just go shoot up a school. Yeah, so, and you know they are to blame, obviously, for doing the act and stuff. But yeah, like where are the parents and stuff like locking this stuff down? Well, the parents, 
the parents, those, this kid's mom, I think, was a. Uh, she called the local cops and asked them to come talk to her, talk to this mm-hmm. boy because he was gotten in a lot of trouble. He got uh, kicked out of school. Yeah. And so they, she realized he was having trouble. He needed help, and they weren't getting any help from anyone. Yeah. So that's kind of you know, that's yeah. a bad deal. Yeah. I don't know. I know a lot of people. This is a touchy issue with people about the gun it control, is. especially in this country. But yeah. I mean, there's a lot of simple things people can do yeah. to try to knock this back. And I heard one of these girls today when I was watching this news conference, they were talking about this walkout. She said, how in the world is it easier for this kid to get an assault rifle than it is to go? He can't even go buy a beer, yeah. but he can buy an assault rifle. That, it's kind of like, yeah, I mean, that's... Yeah, over the age of... Yeah, he 18? was 18. I think he's 18. Yeah. So he could buy a cigarette. He couldn't buy a beer, but he could buy a salt rifle. That that's yeah. And don't at least and I hear these guys and even some of my families, oh it's not a, it just looks mean. It's not bullshit. It's a mm-hmm. rifle. It's an, it's a weapon to kill people fast. Mm-hmm. It's not a hunting rifle. I know you can use it for a hunting rifle, but it's not a hunting rifle. You, right. if you had to have a 30 round or a 50 round or a 100 round magazine like like some of these ARs have to hunt, you need to go to the target range and learn how to shoot. <laughs> yeah. It's not a hunting rifle. It yeah. is a weapon to kill people. I'm and I, I ain't gonna that I if I had a chance to shoot one, I'd probably shoot one because I think it'd be yeah. kind of cool. I have. and that right there is the it's it's the cool factor. Yeah, it's all about looking cool. It looks like an army rifle. Yeah. That's why people want it. And yeah, it, and I'm sure after this, the oh gun, they'll go up again. Uh, oh yes. god, yeah, you they, won't be able to find an AR. There is a local gun shop. I'm not gonna mention the name, but. They uh they're well known around you know everybody goes there in Kentucky yeah you probably know what I'm talking about oh I know what one you're talking about yeah and we went there one time I think I had a buddy that needed something well I think he's just buying you know that ammo that everybody's yeah. buying up and there was such a line and a demand for those guns like they counted people going in and like they only you know that's how much of traffic they had. Uh, because there was a scare that they were going to get banned. They and, need to be banned. Yeah. There's no reason for an average person to own an AR-15 or any kind of them kind of guns, the, the AK-47 clones and stuff. Right. There's no reason to own a gun like that. There's no reason to have bump stocks. There's no reason to have magazines over, I don't know, there five rounds, really. <laughs> yeah, there's no re- I mean, you and I know a guy who purchased a 50-round drum magazine for his AR-15. Mm-hmm. And I asked him, why did you need that? Well, I don't need it. It's just cool. Yeah. And it's just, and, and it's kind of like like that girl said, I kind of think of this, I bring this up a lot. You and I can't go to the Walmart and buy cold medicine when we have a cold without right. getting, having to, you know, get our Scan license out. And shit. Yeah, get the stool sample, the urine sample, <laughs> hair sample, you know, what your grandmother's maiden name was, just to get right. Sudafed because you got a fucking cold. Right. But you could go buy a crate of ammo from every store in the area, and right. no one would bat an eye at it. Yep, and that's crazy. I mean, that's like I said. And I'm a gun owner. I own a pistol and I own a shotgun. I've owned a shotgun. My dad bought it for me for Christmas when I think I was 13 or 14. Yeah, I've, owned, I've shot on a rifle. Yeah. yeah, I own that. I own that shotgun still. I shot on a rifle team in college or not college, uh, high school. Yeah, I shot on a. It was a, a VFW sponsored rifle team. Yeah, I mean I've mess with guns and i use them and i like i've shot with my dad and my brother yeah we've gone out and taken like he my brother got a new shotgun and we shot it and it's fun but yeah there's i don't need that yeah and if you want to protect you know people say home protection get a shotgun yeah you can be a blind as a bat and hit 
anything something. with a shotgun. You're going to hit something. I don't know. <laughs> or you just cycle it once, and they're going to yeah. damn near shit their pants. Yeah. <laughs> I would <laughs> shit my pants. Someone had a sh- like a 12-gauge shotgun with buckshot. <laughs> I'm going to be crapping my pants. Locked it once. Yep. <laughs> okay. Yeah. And people, uh, they always... Fuck What's you. the argument? Well, they could kill someone with a knife. Yeah, true, but you're not going to kill 17 people with a knife. No. You might get one person or even two, but there's people going to tackle you. There's going to be enough people gang up on you and take you down. You're not going to kill 17 or 50 or whatever it was in Vegas. Las Vegas, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Like I said, there's just there's some simple stuff we can do here. Like mm-hmm. I said, the bump stocks need to go. The magazines, the high-capacity magazines need to go. Mm-hmm. Really, I mean, really, the the assault, the semi-automatic rifles like that. Yeah. If you want to go hunting, which I would probably go hunting for some bigger things, take a thirty out six. Yep. Like old school. Big rifle. Big rifle. Big rifle old school. Yeah. Our great grandpappies used it to take down all kinds of crap, and it worked good for them. It'll work right. good for you. There's no reason you're not going to take down the federal government with an AR-15. Oh yeah. They got. <laughs> there's. There's so much controversy with this right now. I know, now. and it won't change. Unfortunately, there's, you and I will. We'll mention this probably. Unfortunately, we probably won't get to this school year without mentioning another one. Right. But anyway, that's my rant. Yeah. <laughs> and dude, how's your week? Oh, it's actually been rather uneventful, for my yeah. part. I did. Right. I I do have a question for you. I was thinking about today. Mm-hmm. It's kind of so. I and you know I am a Apple fanboy. Oh yes. Everyone kind of knows that I am, a, especially the Mac. I am a big Mac man, but I have an Apple TV and I have an iPhone and all that. Right. And you know, it has Siri on there. Yes, Siri is one dumb bitch. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to say that out loud. I, I, I don't know what you're. I don't use it. Well, I I barely use it, but my daughter thinks it's the greatest thing in the world. She uses on the the Apple TV. She uses on like one of our old phones. She has now to play games on. She uses it. Yeah. And I was thinking about it today. She's talking to the on the Apple TV, and this damn thing won't work with this crap. And so we're and and I was and also today I was trying to find a Pizza Hut that had dine in for my daughter wanted Pizza Hut for lunch because it was yeah. her and I today. Those are kind. And of, I was trying. Yeah, yeah, they're hard to find anyway. Yeah. And I have the the maps up on the iPhone, and I can't find the damn Pizza Hut. And I was like, we're going to a society where you know AIs and all this artificial You're, intelligence and assistance, digital assistance. Yeah. They need to be smarter. They need to be smarter <laughs> than us, at least. I'm wandering around aimlessly around uh, Evansville trying to find Pizza Hut today. Oh, that's uh, I could have told you where that was. Well, I trying. Well, the problem is I could find Pizza Huts, but I couldn't find one that had a dine-in. They're all carry-out now. No, the one on Green River Roads. Yeah, that's where I ended up going. Yeah, and I got there I like... the only one. <laughs> is it? Well, there used to be one on First Avenue. That's why I went. Oh, and I ended up five minutes late for the buffet. I was going to go get the buffet and just pound down some pizza. And, nope. Yeah, we stopped that. Yeah. Dirty. Damn you, Siri. <laughs> I mean, yeah. maybe Elon Musk, after he gets done shooting his cars into space, he can try to fix some of these AIs. There was one in Newburgh, but they, uh, which was probably kind of smart the way they did it. They like, they don't have that restaurant anymore, like the dine-in restaurant. They closed it and they opened up a location in like a strip mall would just carry out. Yeah. That's, you know, I don't know. I don't know if they were doing very good on the dine-in and, you know, that head count and stuff yeah, like that. They can make so much more money just being a, like a, a delivery and carry out. Yeah. I mean, look like Papa John's and uh, Little Caesars has been forever. Mm-hmm. Domino's. I don't think he's, there's never been a dine-in Domino's. Right. It's all delivery or carry out. 
I haven't done much. I returned to our unnamed workplace uh, this Friday. I, I would have to say you were in rare form Friday night when you showed up. It's like yes. you never missed a beat. Yes. The bar that you had set on your departure, <laughs> you met it. <laughs> it, it, it. It was a struggle getting through yeah, it. I know. You did. Was, you did. I think you only complained a little bit. Yeah, oh, I'm sure. But you a needed a day off again. <laughs> I think like at the, by the end of the night, I was dead. <laughs> like going home, like I was, I was toast. It was brutal. I just gotta get used to our very awesome hours of operation. Yes. The pace of work while we're there. Yeah, that in general. <laughs> First couple hours, I was getting, was getting my ass handed to me. I'm like, oh, fuck. <laughs> this is what it's like to work. Yeah. This is what it's like to earn your keep. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. Nothing really. I went to a wrestling show yesterday. Didn't work. I did a couple segments. Nothing really. You didn't Nothing wrestle really. a match? No, no. Just did Just a couple. cut a promo? Yeah, no. Do they a run-in? They do that for me. Oh. <laughs> kind of, yeah, we did a run-in, and we uh, went out there and, you know, just stirred up the shit pot a little bit. It was a good time. Went out there two different occasions. The second, so, the last one, was we did a run-in on the main event, and that was, that was pretty fun. Yes. I got the shit knocked out of me by this one dude. Pretty good, but, you know wrestling it was a good time very good time as long as you don't break your wrist again <laughs> I used a whole roll of tape <laughs> <laughs> look like a club on your hand oh fuck oh, I, I wrap up both you know I usually wrap up both my wrists and my hands and stuff but man like that tape's expensive like I, I need to get a, I need to get a tape sponsorship or some shit cause that shit gets expensive what's more expensive the tape or the x-rays and the physical therapy on the uh, broken wrist i'm still paying on physical therapy <laughs> <laughs> those are still rolling in they haven't stopped well uh now we can uh get into a thing we like to do called uh over the line all right what do you got well, I didn't have too much, but I was thinking I was I had something different, but I ain't going to go with it because we were kind of talking before we started here about mm-hmm. what I did yesterday and I went purchased a new dresser, chest of drawers for my daughter. Her yes. this is the one I she had. It was my old one. It's fallen the hell apart. <laughs> and uh I went and visited my grandpa after that. My the the only one I got left now. Yes. And uh all that. Well, what prompted me to go up here to the first place to find this is because I got onto IKEA a couple of weeks ago. Mm-hmm. You know, so you think all this good, good uh, Swedish, uh, <laughs> uh, Swedish furniture on IKEA? Like I'm gonna order yeah. a chest of drawers, find one she likes. She really liked it. It was like a hundred and I want to say it's like 170 bucks at the time. It's like yeah. heck yeah, I'm gonna order this. I get on there, punch in the order. They ask for your shipping information, like any Amazon or Walmart or anything. If you want to ship right. to your house, put all that in. Pops up what total of this uh, dresser drawers was after after shipping and taxes. What would um, be your guess? Uh, One seventy about two hundred five. Try about five twenty five. 
what? <laughs> yes, I seen. It's like. What well, the I, I, fuck? I, I thought maybe like I hit 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 the dresser like twice. Like yeah, I have like three like of them quart- in my cart or something. Quantity of two. <laughs> yeah, something. I was like, what the hell? One. I have one shipping to me. I look at the shipping cost. It was like three hundred bucks. What the fuck? I'm like, are they shipping it from Sweden? <laughs> what the hell are we doing? Are we have next day shipping? <laughs> are they taking it over the Arctic Ocean right now on a dog sled in Indiana? What the hell is going on here? That I couldn't believe better it. better come assembled and somebody... Hell like, no! I gotta assemble the damn thing when it gets here. It's coming in a box. <laughs> I say no. <laughs> I think I'm no. gonna drive. I would, it, I, would, I, did, I would cancel the order and I would call the... Yes. <laughs> Well, I didn't hey. even place. I didn't hit the send order. Yeah, I was oh like, hell no. No. Okay, so here's the kicker. It says you can pick up for free at your local IKEA location. The oh, local, the, 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 the closest one to us is in Indianapolis. That's what I was about so, to say. I so it would send it. So apparently, <laughs> it'll send it from Sweden to Indy for next to nothing. But yeah. the last two hours of the trip, what the fuck? It's it cost me three. Even if you, I mean, it would be a, uh, you know, I wouldn't drive to Indy just for a fucking dresser. Hell no, I wouldn't drive in there. I was like, no. that's where the night, now I'm going to go to a furniture for, store. It wouldn't even cost that much for the uh, location in Indy to get no. it and send it to you. I couldn't believe it. I was like, what the, what the crap? There's got to be something fucking wrong there. So I went and checked it yesterday again, and so now the shipping was coming up to $45. The the, the dresser had moved up to about 200 bucks, and it was going to be $45. Yeah. For the shipping, and I still had to assemble it, you know. Oh, I was like, "Well, that's I hate reason. putting that shit together." Yeah, I don't want it to. So, but I went to the furniture store at the, you know, I was going to visit my grandpa. They yeah. actually had exactly what she wanted, already assembled. Yes, and and it was cheaper. It ended up costing me, I want to say, two twenty one, and I just got a gift card. So I <laughs> actually purchased five hundred, <laughs> not five hundred dollars for a damn thing. I'm, and it, here's the dick. Here's the another kicker: the one we bought yesterday is hardwood, actual solid hardwood. Yes. The one that was coming from Sweden it was particle board yeah, <laughs> with veneer on it. Board shit. Yes, that's, that's it's the screw is going to back out. Yeah, that's like, this is actual real hardwood yeah. for cheaper than the you know, the particle board, the, the good Swedish particle board grown in that the particle board forest. I, I couldn't tell you how much shit I have assembled. You too, I'm sure. Yes. Like oh, it's crap. Bullshit furniture items that you get from goddamn Target, Walmart, or Walmart. All, yep. Yeah, all of the above. And that you put the is, yeah. If you wall or a screw out in a <laughs> particle board, it's done. <laughs> yeah, things just falling off. <laughs> yeah. well, my favorite is like if you don't get that pre, you know, sometimes those pre-drilled uh, holes are oh, yeah. awesome. And yeah. then you'll like accidentally get it too close to the edge and then it'll just fucking split it. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's toast. It's, it's carbon grade. I'll just leave oh, yeah. a screw out of it. Have you, ever, have you ever taken like an old piece of particle board? Like furniture and gone like have you had like a burn pile or something and thrown it in oh, there? Yeah, that shit. It's like gasoline. Yes. <laughs> it's like oh my that god, that should not even be approved to be in. That's house. in my yes, in my bedroom for Christ's yeah. sake. I think it gets fire. I'm done. Yes, it doesn't last long. Well, so only only kicker with this new one is I it, we it was raining yesterday, so I didn't take my truck. We yes. took the Highlander because I didn't want to get my new piece of furniture, especially hardwood, soaking wet. Because I was like I said, going to make a couple stops. Right back up put the seats down in the highlander get ready to slide this new dresser in like one inch too tall ah. <laughs> so, oh crap so now i gotta make a special trip back with the truck to get this new dresser yeah but it's worth it not to spend 300 bucks did they help you like try to maneuver it in there oh yeah yeah they were helping me and we just That's got it up good. there slid it 
one inch. Like, son of a buck. I'm sure their delivery rates are. Oh, yeah. It, it, I don't know if it would be in 300, but it might have. So was apparently the area between uh, the Fort Branch area in Indianapolis is, like, infested with uh, nomads, like, <laughs> like kind of Mad Max, like warlords. Yeah. Bears, mountain lions, and uh, saber-toothed tigers, apparently. I mean, this is... I mean, I've lived here my whole life for the most part, but uh, yeah. I, and I haven't seen much of this. But apparently, it's a pretty treacherous area. Kind of par yeah. with. So, like, okay, so when you get this, yes, when you come, you know, you, your wife might go pick it up for you. Yes. Yeah. So, what's it going to be like when you get this thing home? Is it going to be when you, you know, wait awake that day? Is it going to be already in the bedroom? Oh, absolutely not. There's no way in hell that's in there. That's my job. It are probably won't even make it. It won't even be out of the truck. I'll guarantee that. I would put you, money on it right now that it if it will be in the back of the truck for me to drag oh, out, drag into the house. Are you gonna have, Are you gonna do this yourself? Of course. There's no way. There's no way I'm getting any help. So this reminds me of you know it, it's it's always I hate moving furniture like it you know in your own head yes. you know fucking up your walls and shit drop it on your toe or something and you're trying to move like move something around and it skins you up or something yeah well if uh well we got a oh how long ago was this this was a year ago almost two going on two but our fridge went out all of a sudden you know good timing your shit never goes out when you know you're most ready for it to go I have out. a bunch of food in my refrigerator right before Thanksgiving and bang <laughs> Well, shit. Yeah. So, our fridge went out, so I didn't have a truck. I still don't. I need one. And uh, so, I devised this fucking scheme in my head. Well, I went to, there's this place in Evansville that I, I don't know why, I always do business with Wayne's there on Burkhart. Yeah. You know, I, yeah, that's Morgan. You know what I'm talking about. Yeah. And, uh. I don't know why I've always bought a plant. I bought washer and dryer and all kinds of shit from them. I bought a fridge from there. And, you know, I was going in the intention. I paid for it. And I was like, oh, you know, are you going to be able to drill, deliver that to my house today? Well, no. Oh, that's fucking convenient. When? <laughs> oh, like next month. We're like 30 <laughs> days out. Are you fucking kidding me? I just bought this fucking thing and I can't get it to my house today like we need yeah that's one of the things like in modern day you need yeah you know what i mean <laughs> like yeah it's like you don't go buying them just because you want one generally yeah very 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 rarely you go out buy one because you need one or you right. want one you squint mine's dead and it yes. can't be salvaged that's why i'm here to buy one and how i found out was i got a bowl of cereal and i went to go eat the first bite and the milk was hot was, was it chunky no, no, it wasn't chunky oh, yet, wow. but it was just you know warm and hot. Did you still finish the cereal? Oh, hell no, I did not. Oh, you have another oh. bite. I was like, well, well, the fucking fridge is out because <laughs> 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 this milk is not cold at all. But anyway, so like, I was like, fuck, what do I do? What do I do? So because everybody, you know, with our hours that we work, like the prime time that I'm doing this is probably like you know eight nine in the morning. And I thought, oh, if I can get this done, they're going to come, you know, deliver it, blah, blah, blah. I'll be in bed by so on, so on. Yeah. Yeah. No. <laughs> so 
I was like, well, fuck, what am I Because everybody I knew that had trucks and shit, you know, were far away or they're at their job. <laughs> and I was like, well, fuck, I'm just going to go down just a little bit down the ways and get a U-Haul. <laughs> so I get this fucking U-Haul and I get, you know, loaded up, you know, that's fucking no brainer. Just go to the goddamn loading dock in the back and yeah. straight shot. Boom. Strapped it to the U-Haul on my way back home. Get home. I'm like, all right, get the, fr-, you know, I look at this fridge. I'm like, holy fucking shit. This thing's huge. <laughs> Did it not include the dolly at the U-Haul? No, I yeah, I did. He gave it to oh. me free. I had the yes. dolly. That wasn't the issue, sir. Oh. This motherfucker was massive. <laughs> did you not do any measurements before? Oh, no. Hell, why would you do that? Yeah. <laughs> that's fucking, this thing makes crushed ice. I'm yeah. sold. That's, this, that's fucking dumb. It's, you know, it's, it's, you know, freezer on the bottom. It's a stainless uh, Whirlpool unit or whatever. Yes. And uh, it's really nice, and it's really fucking heavy. Like this, some bitch weighed a goddamn ton. <laughs> so I get home, and I let the ramp down, like in the driveway. I let the ramp down on the U-Haul, and I start to go backwards. So imagine me. You, you never I, do that. You don't no, take anything down. Oh, oh, I. <laughs> you sir have never delivered goods from a truck before. I can tell. No. I have extensive experience delivering goods from semi-trucks like that with the dollies. Yeah. That's, no, nah, you don't do that. That's a good way to get run over. Oh, yeah. I, I figured that. I didn't get run over, but I learned, I, you know, I got smartened up pretty fucking quick. My wife's yes. like, my wife looks out there. <laughs> She's like, you're going to do it that way? Yeah. <laughs> I got this. You know, that, you know, that's already a challenge. And then it's a challenge. Yeah. Oh Shut my up. god. Yeah. <laughs> Shut up. You don't you, you don't know what you're talking about. Yeah. <laughs> I got this. So uh, like five minutes later when you got a broken leg on the ground and then the refrigerator's in pieces. Yeah. She's like, I don't want you dropping that refrigerator. Like, yeah, I don't want to. She drop don't care it about you. No. <laughs> don't scratch to... my new refrigerator. Yeah. So we uh I quickly, you know, I I start going down the ramp and this fucking thing pushes me down the ramp <laughs> and I oh, hurry yeah. up and set it back down like, yeah, you dumbass, that's going to fucking work. So then I go the and it's just too steep of an angle. Like my wife tried to help me walk it down, but yeah. my God, it was way too steep of an angle. Like this fridge was going to just get fucked up so yeah. i went in my yard and in the front in my driveway i have this random concrete square i i couldn't even begin to tell you what the fuck i've never broke it up because it's just there my daughter plays on it and you know writes sidewalk chalk and shit on it yeah and it's just are you, are you ran- saving it for like a riot one time I, so you I can guess. bust it up and throw it at cops or I, something? I, yeah i don't know like it's, it's just a random it's a nicely poured concrete spot you know it's probably about four foot by four foot maybe five by five or something like that but it's just a random for like spot of concrete oh, okay i see i think you were, i thought you were talking about like some concrete blocks are just randomly oh, laying no, in your yard no. it's it's a slab like oh. poured slab and uh I was like, fuck, I'm going to drive in my yard and then I'm going to let this ramp, like, you know, you didn't, like, my my wife's like, that, you know, that ain't going to fucking work. 
this is the most efficient loading dock that I have <laughs> in my driveway that I never knew existed. I let the ramp, like I'll put the U-Haul out in the yard and I let the ramp out and it's almost flat. Like there's no fucking like decline or in, like at all. Like yes. it's almost flat and it's perfect because then it's in the drive. It, it was beautiful. But then the next thing was, oh fuck this, you know, usually with those new fridges and shit, you got to take the front off of it take the doors off and shit to get it in. I didn't feel comfortable doing that into a brand new unit. You know, fuck that. So we did some, did some measurements. And if I took the door off of our, went through the garage, through the utility room where the washer and dryer are, that fridge will fit. So for like several months, our fridge was not in the kitchen. It was in the utility (laughs) room. (laughs) That's but where get, everyone's fridge is at. That's, yeah, not, that's oh, not unusual. Oh, it, it was the most fucking unusual shit like ever. Like it was so fucking weird. And then I'll, long story short, like we finally paid somebody to, you know, I didn't want to dick with it. So I paid somebody local to move it that knew what the fuck they were doing to move it or, you know, take it around and get it actually in our kitchen. <laughs> Hooked up the ice maker. That motherfucker leaked everywhere. Like, <laughs> of course you're dragging it around the yard. Well, no, it was in the inside. No. Yeah. Like, where it shouldn't have been. You know, like, it was just fucking leaked. I was so happy that I got everything plumbed up and teed off right and shit. It was, yeah. I used the all, you know, one of those steel, bra- uh, steel braided uh, lines and shit. Yep. And, uh, leaked everywhere. It was under warranty, though. They came and, you know, brand new goddamn fridge. Had to get it worked on, and everything works now. But yeah, I was gonna, you know, it took. Well, the thing was, like, we had to get this fridge up three steps that go like two or two steps, and then you know the ledge to get into the door from the gar- you know, the studio slash garage that I'm in right now that goes into the utility room. It took everything I fucking had to get that fridge up those fucking steps. <laughs> But, uh, yeah, if you need help with that, uh, dresser there, just give me a holler. I think I'll manage. All right. What you got this week? All right. So, actually, man, we didn't even talk about this, and ours kind of go together, kind of. So, you finally talked me into being a Prime member of Amazon. Yes. I have been a Prime member for probably five years now. Yeah. I, I finally pulled the trigger on it. And we've ordered numerous of random things. The one that my daughter has been liking is she uh, she has a, uh, a bedtime animals. She has a herd of bedtime animals that go to bed with her every night now. But uh, anyhow, so it's kind of I can't explain our like our sleeping situations are. So I bought this all new bread bedroom suit last year for my daughter to sleep, you know, for she, I redid her room, painted it and everything. She wouldn't sleep in the bed. Go figure, you know. She slept with mom for ever in our king in our room. That's her bed. Yes. <laughs> we brought this twin into the situation, you know, fuck that shit. 
and I bought this mattress. I'll tell you later where it is. I don't want to say their name, but uh, it's a cheaper, mat- brand new mattress in Box Spring, twin. And I asked him, it's like, man, this is really cheap. Is it comfortable? And this man, like you can ask my wife, this man looks at me directly in the eye. Sir, we don't sell anything that is uncomfortable. <laughs> <laughs> Guess what? It's comfortable? Hell no. What? <laughs> the guy lied? <laughs> yeah. You can't trust a furniture salesman or a used car salesman. Who can you trust? Oh, this thing is the most uncomfortable brand new <laughs> twin mattress I've ever laid on. Like springs poking oh, you in the back God, all the time. I, I slept like, that's like, you know, it's like the bed that never got used. Yes. I'm looking at the bed frame as we speak in the studio because it never got used. And because we devised another plan, I'll get to in a minute. But uh, that was like if you were dead, deadly sick. And uh, that's the bed that you would sleep in to get away, like quarantined away from everything. Yes. So we were, we devised this. I, my wife had this idea. I was like, you know what? That's going to work. So we moved bedrooms. So our old bedroom with the king turned into my daughter's room. And we moved her furniture, like her dresser and all that stuff, into her room. And it's working. She's going to bed by herself in this in this room. She, you know, little five-year-old in the king-size bed. <laughs> It's it's pretty funny, but she enjoys the shit out of it, so we just kept it. So my wife's like, "Well, let's buy another bed." Like, All right, because you know, with Finn, our newest baby, he's almost six months old. Can you believe that? I I can hardly believe it. Yeah, six months in a matter of days. And uh, is he sleeping in the king as well? He was. Oh, well. So, well, and, you know, other, you know, other things too, he would sleep in. Okay. But so, um, well, my wife's like, yeah, let's buy another bed. And, you know, we have an English Mastiff. He, uh, he has a really, really nice dog bed that he does not like to sleep in. He sleeps in it during the day, but he likes to sleep in bed. And once you, he's like a person, like he lays in bed with you. He, it's like another person in there. So the tw- a twin size wasn't going to cut it. Once you get a baby, a person, and then the dog, and then the newest golden retriever in there, it's, it gets pretty, the space gets tight. It's like the Waltons at your house. Yeah, I know, right? All sleeping in the same bed. Right. <laughs> We're like fucking uh, uh, Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. Yes. They all sleep in the same goddamn bed. <laughs> Grandpa Joe. <laughs> Remember when Grandpa Joe gets out of bed for the first time? And he's all stiff-legged, yeah. <laughs> bouncing around, yeah. My question is, where would... <laughs> oh, God. You thinking about where he took a shit? Yes. <laughs> In the bedpan, of course. (laughs) Poor mom had to throw out every day. You think so? Oh, yeah. Like, they never got out of bed. They just fucking stayed there. (laughs) Where did they piss and shit? (laughs) 
I don't know. Pet oh, pants. Yeah. yeah, that that question that that I wonder why that was never uh why that was never talked about. It's a children's story. <laughs> right. So they some stuff to the imagination. Yeah. So well, it's like, oh, let's just uh you know, she looked on Amazon because we are prime members now, let's get a mattress. So we're getting this one mattress, and it was, you know, it was okay. And then we got a, we pick, we like this one frame. It's a basic frame. Decent. It's a good frame. And uh, a mattress. And we're like, oh, it's going to take a while to get this mattress. So we looked at some more reviews and stuff, and we decided on this one. We're like, all right, that's the one. And, you know, added to cart, done deal. You know, the shipping was going to be a little bit, like, you know, delayed. And uh, we're like, all right, fuck it. You know, we don't need it right away. We're managing just fine. So finally, this thing says it's going to ship Saturday. It's in, it said it was in transit shipping, like expected by eight, you know, eight o'clock. And if you bring up that tracking information right now, you know what it still says? What time? In transit. <laughs> We, you know, play, I was gone. I left, you know, early for the wrestling show and stuff yesterday. But my wife, you know, kind of planned her day around, you know, you don't want to, you know, when you're not there for a big item and stuff and sometimes they don't deliver, deliver. it, you know. We wanted to make sure we were there so we could get this thing and get going because you have to, like, unbox it and, like, let it, you know come out all the way and leave it for 24 hours because it's boxed up. You know, like one of those messages. And, uh, yeah, they are over the line because I still don't have this goddamn mattress. (laughs) So I am probably one of the biggest prime users you're ever going to meet. Yes. I, I would buy my groceries off of Amazon if let the drone deliver it. Yes. But I won't buy furniture off there because I actually want to sit on it, you know. <laughs> I want to go to a store and test it out and see right. what it's made of. Yeah. So you have beat me on this. I would never buy a mattress off of Amazon. Yeah. Yeah, this is a this is a experiment. <laughs> and I I buy everything off of Amazon. Right. And we might have taken I mean, the reviews were really really good. That's I think that's what made us do it you know and the price was good it was cheaper than our other king but uh we're taking a gamble <laughs> if we ever get this motherfucker well it's, it's probably caught in that no man's land between yeah. us and indianapolis it probably landed on the airport in indian <laughs> oh fuck that i don't want to you know little master little... blaster or someone and hijack the load <laughs> Oh, yeah. So we're still waiting on this. You know, if you check the fucking tracking on it still, it still says it's going to be here. (laughs) You can only hope. Yeah. No, I'm hoping tomorrow. It's probably going to happen when the most inconvenient time when I'm asleep. And there's like a a huge rainstorm come through and just soak it down. Yeah. And there's a rip in the plastic and it just holds water. Yeah, that would be... Amazing. That'd be great. But yeah, it's kind of mine. We're still waiting on this mattress that I hope exists because I've already paid for it. <laughs> so, 
So uh, let's uh, go ahead and get into some uh, news and headlines. All right, what do you got for us? All right, so first one is people are walking into glass at the new Apple headquarters. Oh, no. Futuristic building uses glass extensively, and two people have already needed medical attention after smacking into the panes. Oh. Silicon Valley is known for moving fast and breaking things, but Apple Inc. may want its employees to slow down in order to not break themselves or the company's new $5 billion, billion with a B, headquarters. No. Why would you spend $5 billion on a headquarters? It's like... What the? Spending... Like building a super church, yes. Like, well, at least well, the, at the Apple headquarters, they do stuff that actually has tangible value instead of a church, right? Yeah. According to documents and sources, Apple has run into a problem at Apple Park because so much of the interior is made from glass—the walls and doors, for example—that people are walking into the panes sometimes painfully. <laughs> Did they mean to put that pun in there? Yes. Uh, <laughs> I do believe so. That's, that's the key to good writing in America. Is, right. So put some puns in there. You got to have some good puns. Yeah. The company, famous for its innovative design, experienced at least two incidents of men <laughs> walking into glass and causing injuries serious enough to warrant calls for local emergency <laughs> services in the early days of its new spaceship campus. According to documents attained via the public records request, both resulted in minor cuts but did not appear to require hospitalization. So these old boys are on the iPad, they're on the iPhone, right? Trucking around, they're probably looking at Tinder or whatever. Yeah, <laughs> the a grinder. And yeah, or that. Yeah, it is California. It is uh, Silicon Valley near yeah. San Francisco. But it's just smacking right in the glass door, probably shattering it, cutting themselves oh up. My God. Like there had to have been like you know newsletters or something hey be on the lookout for our new edition of all glass no it looks cool it looks cool that's all that matters in life they need to like put like some decals or like apple logos or something well then it won't look as cool all right i guess who wonder who they're paying to fucking clean those windows that good like that's that's a that's an accomplishment if whoever they're paying to clean that glass so here we have Transvania Airlines flight makes emergency landing after. What would you guess the reason for the emergency landing? Um, a heart attack or a pregnancy? Uh, that would make too much sense. This is due to a passenger's farting sparking a fight <laughs> on board the airplane. A Dutch pilot was reportedly forced to make an emergency landing. After a person, after a passenger's refusal to stop farting, sparked a midair fight. Yes, the trans trans save Transseva Airlines flight was headed from Amsterdam to Dubai when the pilot brought the plane down in Vienna, telling authorities the passengers were on a rampage. <laughs> Sources of the source of the anger was an elderly man who noisily passing wind and refused to stop when he started to disturb passengers. Yes. <laughs> Even the pilot became involved and asked the man to restrain himself, but he refused. 
A fight then broke out, forcing the pilot to land the plane. Oh my god! And have the assailants removed. Four people who were seated near the man were escorted from the plane in Austria. One of the removed passengers, twenty-five-year-old, an ambulance. Twenty-five-year-old <laughs> Nora, I want to say Latcham, oh, told god. told the crew that the crew didn't do much to ease the situation. <laughs> There's your pun. Start, supposed to. Sp- <laughs> Spray it down, I guess. Yes, it was crazy that we included <laughs> that we were included. We had no idea these who these boys were. <laughs> we just had the bad luck of being in the same row, oh and we didn't God. do anything. All I, I will say is that the crew was really provocative <laughs> and stirred things up. <laughs> oh, the rider! Come on. Yes. All right, I've got something so, I, to I mean, add. Whenever you're done, I got something to add. I, so have you ever been on a flight where someone's just dropping bombs right next to you? No, I, I've, I, I've only flown once, multiple airplanes, but I was asleep. You know, my narcolepsy. Yes, you, yeah. you sit down in one spot for more than 30 seconds and you're out cold. <laughs> right. <laughs> but have you? No. I, the worst I had was a plane, a plane flight from Chicago to Boston. There was a baby, probably about six months old, and ears are popping, and this baby is losing its mind. Oh, shit. The whole way there, just screaming bloody murder. Did you have headphones? No, I did not. I actually did fall asleep on the plane, though, even through all this, because I hadn't slept at all in like 24 hours. It was after I worked, and I was making a wedding in Boston. Yeah. So I was tired as can be, but this baby just let loose the whole way there. It's about, I think it was a two-hour flight, maybe oh, not quite awesome. two hour, from Chicago to Boston with some screaming infant on there. Yeah. Should have just locked it in the bathroom or a fucking stowaway or something. That's, that's horrible. How could you say that? <laughs> I know. But, uh, so, adding to this. So, when I was in high school, before school one day, I, I've always kind of led the night shift kind of kind of mentality like as far as like breakfast and food and you know whatever i'm not a big breakfast food guy or whatever but like so we had leftover japanese and i ate that shit before i went to school like a whole to-go container full of leftover japanese and i got to school and it started working you know what i mean Oh like, yeah! Oh my! You worked a kid God. in class just dropping bombs while everyone was trying Holy to pay attention. Shit! Oh, I was in this class. And You're that I guy. Just, I let it go. Like <laughs> I was letting it go, and this it was it was awful. Like right next to it, the hot chick in the class, and she's oh, like just giving you the stink eye. <laughs> <laughs> and my buddy, like he was like he could not stop laughing so much. Like every like everybody around me was just like, Oh my god, who's doing that? And then it just like the whole half of the class I, I would got the whole half of the classroom and the teacher started getting a little upset. And she's like, Whoever's doing that needs to stop it And everybody did not narc me out. So eventually have you ever told you this? No, you've never no, told me this yeah. story. So I, I can't make this up. I really can't. So I keep on going because it's too good. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I, yeah. Why I, stop while you're ahead? Right? <laughs> I mean, there were. I mean, 
it was bad. And so eventually, so the peak, the arc of this uh, storyline, <laughs> the teacher gets so fed up with the smell and the disruption <laughs> <laughs> that she sends, like, nobody would, you know, tell on me or anything. So she sends the whole half of the classroom to the office. <laughs> good then we were in the office and i'm dying laughing like i can't fucking help it and the vice principal looks at me goes what's so funny it's like dude what are you talking about (laughs) what's not funny about this shit (laughs) oh god so here we go we got a story of a skier lost in new york has no idea how he ended up in california that's probably happened to you a few times. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the man was reportedly still dressed in his ski clothes and had no idea what day it was. He also had a new phone and fresh haircut. What this seems fuck? like something off the X-Files. Yeah. Like- in a bizarre, mysterious turn of events, a Canadian firefighter who went missing during a New York ski trip just last week was found wandering Sacramento, California on Tuesday with no clear memory of how he got there. He was even wearing the same ski gear he had disappeared in with no idea what day it was. What the fuck? So this gentleman, I, I, his name is Danny. I I am not even going to try to pronounce this last name. Oh, I'm sure it's... It's like flip a is it penis like, or something. Like French, <laughs> Canadian or some shit? Yeah, yes it is. Uh, was last seen... February 7th at Whiteface Mountain in upstate New York. All right, so February 7th. February 7th, after leaving a group of work friends to go on one more (laughs) ski run at the end of the day. (laughs) This is when the aliens showed up and took off with him. Danny. 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 We'll just call him Danny. Danny. He never returned. His (laughs) colleagues reported him missing, and law enforcement kicked off a massive manhunt in the Adirondacks. But the nearly Danny. But the nearly 200-person search was unsuccessful, and no one found any trace of the man until nearly a week later when a disoriented Danny called his wife from Northern (laughs) California, almost 3,000 miles away from where he originally disappeared. Recognizing his voice, his wife told him him to call 911. Authorities reportedly found him standing in a car rental lot near the Sacramento (laughs) airport, confused and unable to give directed answers. Oh my god. Three the Toronto miles. The Toronto Professional Firefighters Association president said during a press conference, in addition to sporting the same ski jacket and pants he wore on the slopes of New York, the Sacramento Bee reports that Danny also had a new phone, thousand dollars in cash, no ID, and a fresh haircut. <laughs> He cannot remember any details of how he got across the country in six days, but told police he remembers riding a big rig-style truck and he (laughs) slept a lot. (laughs) So I I have a theory on this one. I think he was out there doing some tricks. Yeah. You know, something kind of like out of National Lampoons. He's like, he's hitting the slopes. He's going to hit one last big jump. He gets a lot of air. And perhaps there's like a... a, uh, highway or something near this mountain and he maybe flies over lands on top of the of the the semi truck and it just takes him off across the country <laughs> how would you even not know 
3,000 mile journey, like 3,000 miles. I just did some bullshit math. Yes. 3,000 miles. At, let's say, you know, you're in a car. Well, six days this. later, so he's averaging averaging 500 miles a day. What the fuck? <laughs> Either that or he's got on a plane, but he doesn't have his ID, so they're not going to let you on a plane with no ID, especially yeah. not being, you know, he's a Canadian citizen in the United States. That's a so. lot of fucking mile coverage. Yeah. <laughs> and I have no idea how you got there. It has to be aliens. Or it's aliens or wormholes or something like that. Uh, like some type of portal. Yes. Did he have like a portal gun? It might have been a Stargate. He might yeah. have found the Stargate. What the fuck? I don't know. Danny, you are fucking... Or he's an illusionist. <laughs> like he's like fucking uh, David Blaine or some shit. <laughs> Oh, you mean he actually has talent then? And so David <laughs> oh, Blaine. Oh. oh, shots fired. <laughs> yeah, All right. yeah, David Blaine sucks. Yeah, he does. If you're listening, uh, David Blaine, you suck. Fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, I was almost not going to do this story. I've seen it multiple times, and it grossed me out so much. I wasn't going to do it because I have a phobia about this particular body area. But I'm going to do it because it, it needs to get out to our listeners. Okay. Scientists. I'm, I, I'm gonna scientists. Guess, I'm going to guess which body region it involves okay okay when i not you probably sent this to me and i can't yes. remember it okay it's either armpits no feet no why would we be scared of feet i don't know some people don't like feet anyway it's, it's not the wiener either so don't even bother okay scientists thrilled as woman finds 14 worms in her eye oh I, I can't stand eye stuff. I really? can't stand it. touching. Oh God, no. Do you wear? Do you yeah, wear I'm a, I'm a, I, Oh God, no. I can't yeah, do that. A, okay. I'm too big of a so, bitch for that. Yeah, because I know you wear glasses. So <laughs> yes. Yeah, a story right. of a woman finding a worm in her eye might sound gross to most people, if not down downright repelling, uh, repealing. But most scientists are fascinated by the discovery. Back in 2016. Abby Beckley had an eye infestation of tiny worms that were previously only seen in cattle. The Oregon woman became a medical first as scientists never seen a human case of this species. (laughs) As parasitologists, we really get very excited to see something like this, said Richard Bradbury of the U.S. Centers for Disease Control and Prevention, who wrote a paper about... Beckley's case after researching samples. Oh my, that's embarrassing he, as fuck. <laughs> Fourteen eye. <laughs> what, what that? Or you get excited about worms in uh, someone's you know, eye? Uh, yeah, like oh, I'm the woman that had worms in her eye, and oh, they made a book God. about it. <laughs> <laughs> so he tells the current current's guest host Laura Lynch that prior to Beckley's case, it was thought that there's only two species that infect humans. We had to go down this rabbit hole of detective work to work out what this, what this thing was. All the books on medical parasite, parasitology didn't mention this, didn't have ways to identify this. Brad, Bradbury explained, while this case is rare and unusual since there aren't many parasites that infect the eye, this species of worm is not dangerous. For a human, it's actually not necessary, necessarily going to be particularly harmful in the long run. Bullshit. Hmm. I see worms come my eye. I'm freaking the hell out. Yes. <laughs> you will get you will get bad con, uh, conjunct, conjunctus, conjunctivitis. Con, 
conjunctivitis. I kind of spit yeah. all that out. Yeah. Which is what we call pink eye. Yeah, I've had that shit. <laughs> Bad. But, and then once you've pulled out all the worms, you'll be perfectly fine afterwards. Oh, Pull out the I worms. Will be, I will be a mental wreck. I'll be yeah. a freaking loony man. Have you ever had conjunctivitis real bad? No. Nope. Never have. I, oh, you, uh, the set, you know, the, you know, when your daughter goes to, uh, she doesn't anymore, but when she goes to a uh, daycare, right? Yeah. Those little fucking heathens spread. Oh, yeah. Germ everything. factories, bud. I got fucking conjunctivitis pink eye real bad. Like, I had shit coming out of my eyes. I it thought is. it was from people farting on your pillow. No. Oh, God, oh, no. That's urban Oh, fuck. It was bad. Like, I woke up and I couldn't open my eyes. <laughs> anyway. No. I, I, I'm I just, I don't, like, I won't even let him dilate my eyes at the eye doctor. No shit. Oh, man. I can't see. I I'm too big. This. Oh, God. I, I can't stand the stuff around my eyes. It drives you, me crazy. You, have you seen my eyeball tattoo? Yeah. No. There's no way. You didn't, you never seen that? No. Negative. Yeah. I'd have to show you. No. Would that All right, I got... Uh, not like, probably not the tattoo, just stuff touching your eyes, yeah. around the eyes. I yeah, got dude, if I really got, it. like... It, how about... How are you with eye drops? I can do it, but I can't... I got to put them in, like, my teardrop and let them roll in. Yep, yep. that's how I am. I'm, I'm too big bitch. of it. I remember <laughs> when I was a kid, and I'd had the eye drops, and my mom would have to... I'd have to lay on the couch, and my mom would, like, pry my eyeball yeah. open and drop eye drops in there, because I was too big of a bitch to put them in. Yep. Try oh, getting man. those I, in a toddler. Those are, that's no. fucking fun. Oh yeah, I could give blood or anything all day long. Oh no, shots don't phase me. Let's not go there. You know, dental work, all that kind of stuff. Don't even bat an eye at it. By God, you try to do something in my eyes, and I'm about about ready to hide under the bed. <laughs> and this final story, I I thought of you when I seen it. All right, this is this is right in the Timmy Johnson wheelhouse. <laughs> Mullet fest. Oh. I have Man. a feeling you could rock the greatest mullet ever if you really wanted to. Yes. You have the hair type to just make <laughs> the perfect mullet. I'm surprised you haven't tried this yet. Uh, I'm thinking about it. You should. Not, yeah, I, yeah. At least once in your life, just rock an epic mullet. Yes. Australian town to crown best mullet of them all. <laughs> One mullet to rule them all. <laughs> Man, this curry writer. curry the yeah the curry curry festival to judge entrance on hairstyle overall presentation and stage presence <laughs> a small australian town wait, wait, i'm sorry i gotta get a small Aust- hell yeah you're gonna have a great mullet you gotta present it gotta get it fluffed up probably get a little product in it some aquanet what was the other what was the other criteria so we're going hairstyle yeah. Overall presentation and yeah. stage presence. Yes. You see, you're a rocker. If you got a mullet, you're rocking out. Right. All right. Continue. Okay. A small Australian town is laying claim to the title of being the country's home of the mullet by hosting a festival to celebrate the hairstyle that's oh. all about business in the front and party in the back. <laughs> the inaugural mullet fest in Kurakuri, 150 kilometers north of Sydney, will honor the best cuts in five categories. Everyday, grubby, ranger, which is red hair, oh my women's, God. and juniors. <laughs> Entrance will be judged on haircut, overall presentation, and stage presence. The person with the best mullet of them all will be crowned, according to the festival's host, hairdresser Laura Hawkins. 
Hawkins, whose husband sports a razor-shaved scullet, <laughs> said the mullet scene was strong in Kurakuri, oh, a Hunter Valley mining town that's home to 6,000 uh, 6, people. You think it's 6,000 people rocking out mullets? So, uh, so she says, we already have 50 entrants. There's oh, such a variety. Shit. There are the hardcore, tough mullets, but there's also the coffeed, well-cared-for kind. <laughs> I mean, this is like Joe Dirt territory here. Yes. So uh, our uh, fellow dude, uh, Robin Strobel... Oh, I, he could rock out a major, oh, majorly yeah. awesome mullet. You you never saw it? I don't think I... There's there, there's there photographic evidence of this mullet. I would have to ask him. I never took a if picture he, of him, but he did. Oh, my... Oh, my God. It, it did was, he have the handlebar mustache with it at the I same time? don't remember. That's that would, be, that would be too much awesomeness for the world to contain. So he grew his hair out real, you know, whatever. And then yes. he went into this place... You know, struggle that you know barely pays for a haircut, or whatever. You know, yeah. he, but he goes and he gets it cut, and he's like, "Hey, I'm gonna come back tomorrow and get the rest of it," because he didn't just want to look like a jackass, <laughs> like you know, for a long period of time. And so he goes back the next day, and they're not fucking open. <laughs> <laughs> he had to rock it all weekend. I guess he could have really yes. shaved it off, but yes. Yeah. No, you go for it. Yeah, Strobel, he rocked a pretty good skull. It was awesome. <laughs> I, I, I hope he has pictures of that because it's fucking amazing. I mean, here in Indiana, we'll, you'll see some. You'll see a mullet here or there. I don't yeah. know if we're the mullet capital of the world, but no. I'm, I imagine there's some. There's a few, few places. <laughs> That's not a mullet. This is a mullet. <laughs> so Hawkins said she was keen for more women to enter the contest. I see plenty of lady mullets walking around town, but I know there's not that they are not signed up. She said, "I think they're a bit shyer than the proud male mullet." <laughs> some kind of some kind of creature on your head. Yes. It's a privilege. It's a privilege to have the mullet. Right. Honestly, I I think you need to I, grow this out. I this need needs to, to be done. I had long hair at one point. Yes, it, it looked like Jesus with tattoos. Yeah. I I recall. Yes. It was, it was pretty glorious. It was very thick. Yes. And I had to man bun it there at the end of the yes. ride of my hair. Yes. I, I would love to get it back. I think it might actually have to make a comeback. But, but you need just, to get the mullet. Get yes. you Get you a Make America Great Again hat. Go with yes. it. Uh, package a red man in your back pocket. I do have a, I do have a hat that says Gone Squatching. <laughs> yes, that's even better. It's a camo. It's black. Oh man, yeah. if it was camo, that'd have been great. Yes. And get you like a a button up, t- uh, blue jean t shirt, yes. and then cut the sleeves out. Yes. This would be awesome. I'm down. Yes. I might have to grow my hair. It just takes two. Is you have to commit to it. You know. You yeah. you've had long hair at one point. Yes, I had long hair. I had really long hair when I was a younger lad. Yes. Before I matured. About how but long I, was it? Oh, it was about at the peak. It was at the middle of my back. <laughs> oh yeah, it was long. I bet that was. It awesome. was everywhere. Oh yeah, it was awesome. <laughs> you need to do it again. No, I don't have that kind of commitment now. Oh, it, so it's great. a chore. It's a chore to have the yes. long hair. You got to really go with it. Yeah. It was kind of a chore and a kind of laziness on my part. <laughs> a little bit of both. 
<laughs> yeah, feeling did like you go get a haircut. Did you keep your uh, facial hair upkeep though? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I kind of kept it trimmed. It, I trimmed kinda, up, but it it was pretty epic. At that's the, end the point I where I was. Like, what do you do with your facial hair and not look like an idiot? With, you let it all grow out, look like Jesus. Yeah, yeah. I kind of did there for a minute. You can't, or that, or you look homeless, one or the other. <laughs> no, it's been a long time since I had the long hair. Now I'm, now I'm all about like minimal maintenance on everything. Yeah, yeah. I do like going into the, like to wash the hair, and it doesn't take hardly any. I had to put conditioner and stuff in it because it was like super ratty. If you didn't do that, I, <laughs> I learned that one the hard way. You're trying to comb your hair, and it's like, oh my god. So I run in that with my daughter now. So you know, I, oh, I, I it brings yeah. back flashbacks. Now I don't have to. Yeah. I get the. The El Cheapo product from Walmart <laughs> in my yeah. hair, and it's good to go. Yeah. You know, I'll wash it, rinse it out. I don't have to do anything else. Yeah. Shit. Well, uh, we got anything else this week? Oh, I think that pretty much covers it. We got eye worms and mullets. Oh. Farting people on airplanes. That's pretty much our wheelhouse. <laughs> well, uh, I think uh, that's we're going to conclude this episode this week in the dude's abide we appreciate you ryan thanks for coming on adios amigos 20 episodes and uh make sure you're going to all the social media platforms check us out share it out tell a friend about it make sure you tell them that there is strong language please (laughs) thank you 